0: all right everyone welcome back to real talk nft podcast super excited today to have two out of the three founding members of fly fish club i'm gonna have you know connor and chef capon introduce themselves uh, because you know they do a lot better job they've been doing this uh, for a long time and by the way chef capon uh happy belated birthday was it your um 25th
1: it was my 25th. That's right. It was my 25th yeah. times two on Thursday, but I greatly appreciate the other uh, birthday. Shout out.
0: <laughs> yeah. You guys have a laundry list of accomplishments, especially in the industry. Definitely in New York, you guys have made a big mark. So if you can tell us in the audience, nft advocates collectors enthusiasts you know tell us about Flyfish club i'm not sponsored in any way i promise even though it look like i am completely sponsored <laughs> i got the Flyfish air force ones i did not order any ones yet i might get a divorce papers from the wifey if i spend any more on <laughs> fly fish merchandise the pillow i asked before i took it
1: uh, <laughs> Lord, we love and, uh the support listen that bubble boat was special and you're still riding high from the bubble boat we love it
0: I, I'm not sure if you remember, Chef, but you actually hand-fed me some caviar. And I I, actually I got did, oh, film, oh so.
1: I remember. When I hand-fed <laughs> somebody some caviar, I do remember. I enjoyed it just as much as you did.
0: Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was amazing, amazing. So tell us about, you know, um, Connor or, or Chef, if Everyone wants to kick it off,
2: tell us about Flyfish Club. Sure. Uh, yeah, so we formed Flyfish Club a little bit over a year ago. Uh, Josh and I and our other partner, David, are all in the restaurant space, hospitality for 22 plus years each independently. Our other partner, Gary, obviously, a big tech industry, mobile, if you will, entrepreneur. Um, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic lockdown and looking at the future of hospitality and what does it look like in New York and trying to do something fun, new and creative. Uh, we all collectively ran in similar circles. I was close friends with Josh and Josh was close friends with David and David was close friends with Gary. And so we started VCR Group, which is the mother company of Flyfish. Um, And we're working on a creative way to come up with something in hospitality on the blockchain and uh, a private members club seemed to really be the idea that we landed on that we felt worked best. And so we launched Flyfish Club last January. Uh, We sold out very, very fast um in fact it was a lot faster than you know I've never minted a project now there's Josh or or Roddy so um there was a lot of anticipation a lot of work on the back end we built a team of web3 designers back end front end designers we got a lot of guidance from Gary and his team and his admin team and um i didn't know what to expect and then it sold out so quick that i thought there was a glitch in the matrix you know <laughs> but uh luckily we've we've got a ton of support and you know so We launched this as a members club. It's a dining club um, to kind of bridge the gap between when the restaurant opens and when we launched and sold the memberships. Uh, We put on a lot of events, in-person events as well as virtual events. Josh and I both do cooking classes. We're both chefs in real life, uh, not really web three guys, but we are now. And so uh, we put on a lot of cooking classes and some virtual wine tastings with Gary. We try to create a lot of utility for our members. We've done these big quarterly um, in-person events. You were at the bubble boat. We rented a big 96-foot yacht, brought in eight kilos of caviar and a bunch of champagne and had all of our members get together. And to be honest with you, when we first did that first event, you know, in the Discord, you see all these avatars of people's faces. You don't really know who they are, what they look like, or where they come from, or what they know about hospitality or restaurants, or if it's just been a monetary transaction to try to flip something in the NFT space. What's unique about our project is we just we're trying to create something new in in restaurant space. We're still restaurant guys. We're executing restaurants at a high level. We opened a project last January as well in Tribeca called Ito with our two chef partners there, Masa Ito and Kevin Kim. And we're putting together this project, Flyfish. We just signed our lease. It's three whole floors. It's on the Lower East Side of New York. And we're very excited to bring it to life. Uh, Josh, you want to speak a little bit on it?
1: Um, no, I, I think I think the way we went about it is definitely a little different. You know, we combined forces at a really important time in all of our lives. Um, you know, the world was shaken up by COVID. I think we all decided we wanted to do something different with some different people and in a different way. And I think we really succeeded in launching an incredible project. We've surrounded ourselves by some great members, I, uh, created a great community, and we're excited to really bring this thing to life.
2: And so the the concept behind fly fish just to speak a little more on it is it's seafood focused um that being said what, what does that really mean it means we're not we're not just executing like a new england style seafood shack or we're not doing just a japanese restaurant we will have this element of an omakase membership there's two tiers to Flyfish club you have your standard ffc membership which gets you access to our cocktail bar lounge so uh, so there's two levels to the membership. There's the omakase membership, which is much more limited. It gets you access to everything the regular members get, plus a small, intimate omakase room. Both Josh and I will be front-running that that omakase room with our chef partners, Masa Ito and Kevin Kim. Uh, it won't be a traditional Ito Mai style Japanese omakase. It'll have a little bit more flair and fun involved because of our our kind of global influence of food. I think that the palette that we want to paint as far as the food goes at Flyfish Club in general is pulling some of our flavor, favorite flavors from across the world. Uh, and then and then using seafood as our, as our canvas, if you will. Uh, Josh was previously the the chef partner at Lure Fish Bar. Um, I've been working the last 10 and a half years as a culinary director for Andrew Carmelini and NoHo Hospitality. And generally speaking, when we started speaking about what kind of food we wanted to cook, uh, we were just really passionate about, about cooking seafood. And we thought, Let's just make a really fun place that executes food at a high level. Let's build a great community. I think uh, people want to join a members club for the same reason since the beginning of time. They want a social network. They want to build uh, They want to build bonds with people, both friendship-wise and business-wise, uh, and they want to feel like they're a part of something. And so we want to do that over what we enjoy, which is food and beverage. We want to have a great cocktail program, a great wine program, and a great food program. So... We have three floors right now on the Lower East Side, sprawling over 11,000 square feet. Um, The top floor is the main dining room, and we have an outdoor space there as well. There will be a bar inside there. And then the bottom bottom floor, if you will, will be the kind of speakeasy cocktail bar, lounge area, as well as the omakase room. Uh, We'll also likely have a private dining room. And so we want to create fun, unique experiences. You guys have definitely created
0: some fun, unique experiences, especially during the times where we were, you know, we were not going out. So I definitely appreciate what you guys have done in terms of community. I've connected with so many lifelong friends now within the Discord. And and it's so exciting to see, you know, everything come to fruition because you guys are the the first NFT, in my opinion, to have real life utility. And that's something that stood out like a shining star, you know, during the 2021 NFT rage. I mean, you guys broke
1: that was that was one of our goals for sure to really to really provide you know experiences, utility, friendships, and not just a piece of digital art on the way. And I think that's one of the things that we want to really differentiate ourselves on with.
2: I mean, the reality is, is that Gary's our partner, and he was really having so much tr- tremendous success with V Friends and building IP behind it. And with both Josh and I building restaurants over the years, you're truly when you build a restaurant, it's really no different than building any other IP. You're building a logo, a brand, a feel, a vibe. You're you're creating lifelong clientele to gravitate towards you because they like your style of food. They like the ambiance you you build out. And and as we mentioned, we were trying to find a way Gary as our partner was helping us navigate saying this space is the future. You know, web three is the future, you know, owning the, the IP to something is the future. And so we started brainstorming about what can we do with web three and restaurants. But to Josh's point, I mean, we didn't want to create a collectible because what would, it would look like a couple of goofballs and some chefs coming up with some, some collectible like food things. So our whole goal was we've always done events. We've always done big parties. We've always done restaurants. Why can't we do that through this space? And, and we've been doing it now successfully. We sold out our memberships. You've been to some of the events and honestly, we've fostered a really amazing community and people really enjoy each other. I, I beg to differ, Connor, you guys are collectibles and I've,
0: in, engraved you into a collectible card. This is it's my own passe. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, so it's the best of both worlds. You guys really have um, created something unique. Where even consumers like ourselves, I'm not an owner of Flyfish Club, although I do feel like one, and that's something that's never happened before in a restaurant that I've been to anywhere across the world. That's kind
1: of nice, by the way. That's kind of nice that you do feel a sense of ownership, you know, as being part of the restaurant from stage one. I think it's a nice feeling to have.
0: Absolutely. and I, I want to preface this by I, I'm in San Francisco now, but I spent 14 years of my life in New Jersey, Bergen County, to be specific, and nowhere across the America or the world, I've traveled a lot, have I built um, more unique experiences with food than New York. Like I would drive from New Jersey to New York to eat all the time in an hour of traffic, hour and a half, you know, going down <laughs> the West side. And it's just so magical there. And congratulations on breaking ground. 141 East Houston, right? That's where you're yep. located. It's right correct. next to Cats, or or should I say the opposite way? You know, Cats is located next to Fly Fish Club. Now. <laughs> That's right. Where,
1: where in Burton County did you grow up?
0: Uh, I, so I didn't grow up there. I spent a lot of times of my my in my twenties there, and I was all over Paramus, Palisades Park, um, majority Paramus. So That's pretty right. far from going to, to George was Washington to Bridge. Bridge. Awesome.
2: Yeah, awesome. I'm in Essex County. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, New York's special. I mean, the food scene's always special. Um, I've worked all over the country, the Caribbean, Miami, Las Vegas, and New York. And I just feel like New York has always felt like home and it's a special place. And if you want to do something innovative in restaurants, I think a lot of trends start here. You're on the West Coast now. I feel like San Francisco could check that box as well. You know, they've always been kind of innovative and have a, a real dining scene going on. And a lot of great cities have dining scenes now. In fact, I think almost every metropolitan city you could find a world-class restaurant now. Back in the 80s, it probably wasn't that way, but we're trying to break ground and do something new. And uh, we're excited to be a part of this. And we're happy to hear that you feel that you're, you're a, a part of something. I see all the, the, the swag behind you, right? When we launched this, we made, uh, you know, so just a back, back story. We launched VCR Group and we were doing the US Open. Josh was uh, previously a partner at Mercer Street Hospitality. Lure Fish Bar. Uh, He did the U.S. Open for a number of years. And the ownership of the U.S. Open, they love Josh. They love his personality. They said, we don't want Lure. We want Josh. We want you to come Mm -hmm. back. Right. So um, they were going to give us this grandfathered in Oyster Bar. It's called Oyster Bar 7. Um, And it's this big old Oyster Bar. It's got a huge sign. You can't change it, but you can put your branding up and you have to work around it. They said, we want to have you come back and run the Oyster Bar. Can you give us a new concept? We just formed VCR. And so we were talking about what can we do? How could it be different? And that's when we started talking about kind of the flavors of global seafood. I spent a lot of time working down in Miami, um, a lot of influence from Peru, uh, Puerto Rico. I I love Mexican cuisine. So we started talking about different ways that we could just do a fun raw bar at the US Open. And we did a Peruvian ceviche and a Mexican crab tostada and a New England style lobster roll and a Hawaiian poke. And it was a hit, you know, we were just getting crushed every day at the U S open with, with business and we made these t-shirts for the staff and we came up with this logo. Um, and it just said fly fish and it was a flying fish and we came up with a name because we were struggling. I'm a big fly fisherman. And Roddy said, well, why don't we just call it fly fish? And so we did for the U S open, not thinking much of it. And we created the logo and we put all of our employees in hats and t-shirts and on the back it says, stay fly. And then hmm. everybody just loved it. like. People were saying, "Can I buy the hat? Can I buy the shirt? Can I buy these things?" And then that whole time, we were already building our Web3 project. And the name game's challenging. We were going through a lot of different names. I mean, every day we're texting each other on phone calls, trying to come up with names. And then the thing about a good name is that if there is a good name, it's likely been used and trademarked. And so we really struggled. And we already own the IP to Flyfish. And Roddy said, "Let's just use this. People love it. They gravitate towards the logos and the colors." It's everything we want to do. It's the concept that we're going to do on a bigger scale. Let's just put the word club at the end. So we looked into it. We could trademark it. And that was kind of the inception of the name. The project was already in the works. We'd already done all the backend Web3 work. We've been building the project. We knew it was going to have an omakase room. We knew what the seafood concept was going to be. We just didn't have a name. And um, if I could go back and share some of the names that we were considering, <laughs> I'm really glad that we landed on Flyfish Club. No, it's it's a great name. Super catchy, even works on
0: shoes. So, and then the logo is amazing. Yeah. So everything was on point. Definitely something that um, catches the eye. Um, question about, can you educate the listeners? Cause most of us are on the NFT side, myself included. I'm not a, a restaurateur, although, you know, I would love to, I feel like I am now. Uh, can you educate us on dining clubs? And I don't want to uh, correlate you guys with, you know, the Soho houses of the world, but I just saw an article about them, how maybe they grew too fast and, you know, um, just educate us about dining clubs in general. Is that something that's up and coming? Is it is it, you know, uh, something that's going to go away in the future? What do you
2: educate us about that industry? I mean, I, th- I think that private clubs have been around since the inception of time, you know, whether it's a, a country club, uh, the Italian social clubs in Brooklyn, uh, whether it's a dining club, whether it's a Soho house, whether it's, you know, all these things, this model has been around for a long time. The difference between that model and ours is that, it's more or less a subscription-based model. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have to be vouched for by a previous member. You have to pay an application fee, which is non-refundable. You may or may not get in. Uh, they wanna know, what do you do for a living? How much money do you make? Where do you work? Who are your friends? You know, people are vouching for you. Uh, and I think all that's in an effort to be a part of something. Once again, to be part of a club, to be part of a community, to have business networks, personal networks. Um, and the difference between ours is that we didn't vet anybody. There's no application fee. And there's no annual dues as of now that are going to keep going on you buy your membership you own that membership um, and then you could sell that membership in a traditional club model whether it's a soho house or a zero bond or any of these clubs right now uh, you pay your dues and the minute you stop paying your dues you're no longer a member so whether you use the club or not um, that's up to you but when that year comes to an end you got to renew those dues and if you don't you're no longer a member in our case we obviously need people to use the club it's a real restaurant it's a real business we need to employ real staff members dishwashers servers bartenders barbacks hostesses they don't they don't make their wage unless the restaurant thrives so we need to have asses and seats for lack of a better term uh, we want to create a real special experience in a beautiful space and cook food at a high level and make people feel really happy and and the bonus is that they get that exclusivity, they get to build that network of people, they get to build that social community there. Um, and we think that by curating the space with the right group of people, uh, that it'll be a real special experience for both friendships and business and and food and fun. So, you know, that model has been around a long time. I think during the pandemic, we saw a little bit of a rise of members clubs, specifically here in the New mm-hmm. York area. You know, Casa Cruz just opened up, uh, their membership goes for $250,000 a year, which is mm-hmm. wild. Um, you know, Casa Cipriani, the Cipriani brand has just launched into the membership club. Um, you know, Soho House has been around for a long time, and they've now built different branches of their membership club. They have the Soho House restaurant. And now they have Soho Farmhouse, which is like a essentially like this beautiful countryside retreat in Essex, England. Um, and so the membership model has been around. The difference between ours is that you own that membership; you could sell it uh, when you no longer want to use it anymore, or if you've got the experience out of it or somebody like yourself that says, you know, I, I'm moving, you know, you could keep it and use it when you come back to New York quarterly, once a year, whatever you want to do, it's yours to have. Uh, and if you want to sell it, it's yours to sell. We don't determine what that value is of that membership. We set the original mint price and then the market determines what that price valuation is moving forward. So the secondary market being OpenSea, people are, are free to transact. It's not the goal that we had. I apologize. It's not the goal that we had is to have people sell them. In fact, we don't really want people to flip. Um, we really want to kind of hedge out all those flippers because we really, truly want people to be there in the restaurant um, every day as much as possible. Uh, so that's the goal. And that's kind of our model, if that helps explain it. Yeah, absolutely. A question for you, Josh,
0: because I know that Web3 was new for, not only for you, but for everybody. You being a uh, successful operator of restaurants for many years, you know, a lot of project founders will listen to this podcast. Do you have any advice, you know, looking back at a year now on, you know, just onboarding community members and building out space, physical space to building out a Web3 integrated business, anything you would, you know, advise on or do differently or, is, you know, everything's uh, um, any learning lessons that you, you can speak of?
1: I think just pay attention every step of the way. Um, you know, even though it's Web3, to not, not forget that we are dealing with people. Um, this is a people business, you know, the hospitality field especially. I mean, we take care of people every day. That's what we do. We take care. It starts with, it starts with our own team um, then, then obviously goes on to our guests. But just, just remembering that, uh, you know, you take care of people. They take care of you along the way. I think that's how we built this wonderful community. I mean, even as Connor said earlier, you know, it used to be everybody's uh, icons, you know, you know, uh, and now they're actually in person. So it's nice that the more events we do, the more people I recognize, I start to remember names. And it's like, it really is, it really is a, a building a community from the ground up. You know, it, it, it's happened before in restaurants, where you build regulars, but we have our regulars before the doors even open, which I think is something that's gonna be really cool.
2: To, to that point, Josh, you know, I remember we were on a, a Twitter space at one point and one of the members had asked us, well, you know what's going to make somebody at Fly Fish Club uh, a VIP, and I said, well, I've already met you three times. I know what you do for a living. I know where you live. I've met your wife. I, I know your first name as soon as I see your face. And so, you know, I think that what's unique about us being able to have these IRL these events that we've done, is we've got to know the members so much before the doors even open through our virtual wine classes, through our cooking classes, but really the in-person events. You get to know people's personalities. Uh, you, you get a feel for them, what they like, what they don't like. And so I can't imagine a more VIP thing in a restaurant than walking in and one of the owners and founders already knows you by name, knows what your favorite cocktail is, you know, knows your wife. I think that like that's in hospitality as far as it goes back. Having the maitre d' know you, know what table you like, who you are, and, what, and how you like to be treated, there's really not much more hospitable than that. I think hospitality-wise, you
0: guys are far and beyond ha, provide an amazing hospitality from the bubba boat alone into the dinner afterwards in downtown Miami. I saw you back there, Connor, just baking pizzas, I, and that's something I don't really see owners and founders do. And
2: you did that for hours on end because okay, pe- people really wanted pizzas.
1: Connor makes the really <laughs> pizzas. That was just the beginning.
2: I do. I do enjoy making a pizza, though. I will say, but he was a little bit weeded. That guy, and it was our first real event. So you know, is as, is as a as an operator. Regardless of what's going on, as long as the guest experience is great and people are happy and the food's coming out and it's hot and it's tasty and the drinks are coming out and you know everyone's working the room the best they can. You have as an operator, you have to be able to survey the area, look around and see who's going down and when they're going down and how you can help. Facilitate them so that they don't go down, so that the guest experience is never interrupted. Everything is smooth, and once in a while, you got to jump back and make some pizzas. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. With the Web three integration of NFTs to the restaurant, has there been any talks of you know just creative uh, activations in a restaurant at all, or even collaborations? Because you know you have more data than the normal restaurant tour might have. Uh, and you maybe have better insight than I do, but uh, has there been creative talks? Because there's so many, so much you can do and dive down like a rabbit hole that's maybe doesn't pertain to business growth, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot of creative talks being thrown around and collaborations. We saw you on Snoop Dogg's music video. So there's just so many things, right? That's not only collaboratively, but for the guests enjoying the experience itself there at the restaurant. Uh, be, beyond just the traditional dining, which you guys are not traditional at all. I don't, I don't think by any means, but uh, um, yeah, let us know and any uh, thoughts that you guys might've had.
2: I mean, we haven't really discussed um, doing like a collaborative Web3 project with other people. You know, we, we do have the infrastructure and we're, we're willing to help other people get into the space if they're interested and they want to reach out to us. You know, that's part of our kind of business model. We, we spent a lot of time and effort and money building this team and we had to navigate a lot of, challenges and hurdles to get there. And I think that, you know, if you're trying to do something new, you you make some mistakes along the way and and you got to eat it and then figure it out. So if we can help people navigate that space, we're happy to do so. But as far as collaborative projects, we're looking at Web3, you know, um, in ways that can benefit our business currently. So we're building our own proprietary app right now for Flyfish Club, which would then be the home to all internal reservation systems, which the token will be then linked to. So you're not going to a third party reservation system. We'd be then through that app collecting notes uh, on our members, uh, as far as what their likes are, dislikes, favorite tables, favorite cocktail server, whatever it may be, just to be able to provide a better quality of hospitality for them. Uh, In addition to that, I don't know if you went to VCon, but there was the community aspect of the app that they built there where you can share information with one another and get contact information. So again, in the sense of building a community, we want to build that into our app. That's a real focus right now with our web three team is just to build our own proprietary app for our members. Um, and outside of that, to be honest with you, our heads are down and we're currently focused on building out Flyfish club dealing with mechanical engineers, kitchen designers, design firms, architects, uh, you know the local community boards to get liquor license and all the things that we've been working on for the last three months since we've really started to identify the space and start building it out so it's a heavy lift uh, any restaurant is we have a couple other projects in the work for vcr group so we are we are head down and grinding on trying to do what we've always done which is execute restaurants at a high level that's yeah you guys are definitely busy and although i would
0: love to put input onto the restaurant, I am by no means an expert, so leave me out of it. And I don't recommend a DAO for that at all. <laughs> Even though a DAO is like a, a very hugely uh, proposed thing in, in the web 3 world. Uh, is there a a projected date? I know that we don't want to, you know, broadcast like a deadline or anything like that. Cause early 2023 is something that's still on the roadmap. And and speaking on roadmaps, not only, you know, when may the restaurant be open, um, I I think Davis talked about having the same activations as you guys did last year, which you guys executed so well for, you know, 2022, the bubble boat, the uh, uh Ito events and, and, and ongoing you guys will continue that. Is it going to be something similar or is there going to be, you know, some new spins in there?
1: I think, I think the projected date for the restaurant is Q4 of 2023. I mean, it's oh, going okay. to be year to build this thing for sure, especially with supply chain issues and all that kind of stuff. So I think right. we're about a year out, hopefully by, you know, late next year we're open uh we do hope to do some of these other events that we've been doing but i also think given now that we are building a restaurant it might take away from that just a little bit but we're hoping to you know continue exactly what we've been doing
2: yeah to josh's point i mean all those events that we did actually take up quite a bit of bandwidth of, of planning and scheduling and financially putting together as well since they're all you know gratis for our members uh we want to continue doing events uh but not at the cost of losing focus on the opening date of this restaurant and what we need to do to execute it so we do think that we'll bring back some of those events. We'll continue on with some of the virtual content as well. We want to continue to bridge that gap for our members until the restaurant opens. Keep people involved and get excited. Um, but yeah, we're, we're working on that roadmap currently. Awesome. Well, you guys
0: are doing an amazing job. I I saw the new merch launch. Uh, definitely need to grab. I, I saw the new shoe as well, the new hoodie. Uh, you guys are you know, breaking the mode on all ends. Uh, one of the best, you know,
1: new brand shoes, the, new shoes, the new shoes are fire. I'm not going to lie. The new shoes are great.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had, you know, we did our big Tau event the other night, uh, two weeks ago, which is our most recent IRL event. And I rocked the shoes of the event and got a lot of great feedback on them. And we want to do something, you know, the shoes is like, I, I, I made the shoes for, Josh, Roddy and Gary and myself is like a launching gift after we sold out the memberships. It's just a fun thing. Cause I'm a shoe geek. And, um, and then when I posted it and people just went crazy So we want to buy the shoes. So we thought, Oh, well, okay. And it's unique because we've never experienced as restaurant guys, a community of people that are like, we want to buy hats. We want to buy hoodies and, and people want merch. They want to be a part of something. Uh, obviously you got the hat and you're, I think you're the only guy in the world right now that has the pillow. Um, so <laughs> you know, I appreciate that. Um, and the flag, actually I have a flag. You have a flag that makes two of us, but, uh, otherwise, you know, it, it's, it's cool that people really gravitate towards it and want to support it. And we love seeing people in the hoodies and in the shoes. You um, get, it's a you great get the flag feeling. Flag
1: from? You took the flag off the boat. I did not. This is the towel.
2: The towel. Oh, towel. oh yeah. Nice. The
1: towel's okay. That was okay. Flag. flag. Yeah. No. had you send that shit back.
2: Yeah. We, we have a couple of <laughs> flags. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we got one more uh, one more event coming up uh, next month. We're doing our next Ito event. So, you know, our roadmap is still rolling. We just need to identify uh, what are we, you know, we're trying to build out what that's going to look like for this next year. Um, and, and, and not at the expense that it takes away from building out the restaurant, but we want to continue to provide great utility as we always have for our members and continue to have a good time and fun and, and make people feel engaged and, and happy to be a part of it. Awesome. That's... That is amazing. You
0: guys are really executing on roadmap on a level that I have not seen. Most projects out there you may or may not collect NFTs. I collect all of them. <laughs> As you may say, I have NBA top shot there. I have so much more. And roadmaps are usually delayed or pushed back or not executed on. You guys have hit every single one. So that's something that's honorable and you guys are thank you, holding thank, in-
1: for, thank you for acknowledging for that, that because I know that's something the entire team is taking really seriously. And we always want to deliver on everything that we're going to say we deliver on. So it's nice to hear you appreciate that.
0: Yeah, in a world where, you know, there's not a lot of experienced operators, a lot of, you know, NFT projects are built in the garage. You guys come with a stacked resume knowing exactly what you're doing. Um, it is expected, but it is refreshing to see in the industry. And we'll, we're probably going to see more operators like yourself enter the space. Um, but you leading the way, trailblazing away with Gary V. that's something that is, uh, that's why I'm so excited. So I can't wait to see the physical space. I just saw inklings of it on Instagram. Uh, I can't wait for the, it, hopefully there'll be a red carpet that day <laughs> and some special guests. I'm going to bring my wife and we're going to eat, have some, party it up that day, really.
2: We can't wait to host you.
0: Well, I'd love to get you guys back on. You know, after you have like a year under the belt. I know we're a year out from opening the space, and just seeing that experience and all the excitement of, and I'm sorry, excitement, all the all the data and all the um, the positive uh, positivity of having an NFT integration. Because right now we know we're not in the uh, uh, the best of lights in terms of of the. In the worldwide macroeconomics wise, the NFTs is probably the furthest away where people want to be uh, correlated with. But you know, in 2021, if you weren't in NFTs, you felt like you were behind. Now that narrative's completely changed, and I can't wait yeah. to see you guys be one of the stewards to kind of really change that around.
2: Well, thank you, Joe. And you know, we're going to continue to build content and, and release sneak peeks as we continue to build this restaurant out, whether it's R and D or picking out China glass, silver, or the building of it. You know, we want to keep our members engaged and give them just little snippets enough to keep them really excited about it. So we build a lot of anticipation around this. And maybe as we get closer to the opening, you can have us back on and we can give you some inside scoop. Yeah, absolutely love that. My friends right now
0: are uh, uh, petitioning me to move back to New Jersey. And it's a, it's a strong case. I'm strongly considering it. And Fly Fish Club <laughs> is one of those reasons why. That's great.
1: Listen, we, we obviously appreciate all the support. We're very thankful, especially with Thanksgiving around the corner. We're thankful for all the support from the Fly Fish community. Um, we're greatly appreciative of it all. We're really excited to bring this into life, no question about.
0: Appreciate your time, Josh. I know you're super busy. And it, yeah, to your point, happy Thanksgiving, because uh, this is Thanksgiving weekend. We know everyone's super happy busy. Happy
1: Thanksgiving to our fly fish, fly fish community, everybody else out there. And again, thanks for the community support. If you have any questions along the way, you know where to reach us. You can hit us on the Discord. You can DM both of us on social media. We're here for all your Thanksgiving emergency needs and any cooking on there afterwards.
2: I have one of our members in Discord reach out about like top secret side dishes, what's the best easy, quick ones that you could send. So I'm like sending these long DMs back to people. But uh, yeah, we're here for any, anybody's needs. We're we're super grateful for everybody and thankful to be a part of Web3 in general, to be part of the NFT space. And we're really optimistic and excited to open this restaurant, bring it to life and bring all you in there so you can experience it. Amazing.
0: Thank you guys so much. Last note before we leave, are you guys doing anything in, in Miami? I know there's there's a lot of stuff happening in Miami with Art Bezo and an NFT uh, conference going on down there. This year,
2: we, we talked to Gary about doing something with Art Basel down there. Um, Josh and I have both you know operated restaurants in Miami in the past. And it's a really challenging time of year. If you don't really lock in the, the details of that a year out, it's hard to like get the logistics together, to be honest with you. So this year, I think we're going to pass on that and focus on our restaurant. But next year, we've already put it on the docket to engage in an Art Basel event. Miami in general is um, it's like a second home to all of us. Uh, I lived down there for a number of years, I had both my children down there. We'd be more than thrilled to do a project down there. It's definitely on the radar, but for now our primary focus is executing fly fish at a high level. Absolutely. Well, thank
0: you, Josh. Thank you, Connor, for your time. I will, happy Thanksgiving to you guys and to the Five fish
2: community members out there.
1: Thank you, Joe, appreciate it.
2: Thanks, Joe. Have a happy Thanksgiving and everybody take care.
1: Bye. Bye.